okay, so no one's gonna say anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just saw we're all staring at each other because of the terrible things we're saying before Dave we dropped the record bomb on us. <laughs> we want hard stop on that one. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to uh, survive. Or, uh, what am I trying to say? You're defending our future political career. Trying <laughs> to save face. Uh, what do I know? What do I say? We're not going to be politics. You know why? Because we're going to be whatever current profession we are at the time and F1 podcasters. Because this yay. is the Tire Preference Podcast. This guy, sorry, I'd already be really with like two seconds in. But it's funny. This guy at work uh, was trying to give us a pep talk. He is funny though, so he does like to give pep talks in the morning. He was in prison. He goes, when I was like in front of 300 prisoners, I get everyone all riled up. I go, okay, on three, we all say whoop whoop. And he did it. It's like, okay, on three, we'll say whoop whoop. And he goes, whoop whoop. And he sounds just like that whistle tips guy. <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> like, same pitch, same cadence, everything. Um, the flow masters are whoop whoop. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yes, this is the Tire Preference Podcast. We are here to talk to you about F1 stuff on the off season. Uh, and there's actually some juice to talk about now. There's actually some. Some things to speak on, some uh, controversies, then, as the people across the pond would say. And, and there's some big news happened, like right after we re- finished recording last week's podcast. It's yeah, just which the way it works seems every to time. Fucking happen. It's so dumb. So I guarantee we'll, we'll, something will come out tonight as we're sleeping after yeah, we recorded as we're this. Sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck the what the I think it was the Mick Schumacher thing happened like yeah 20 like minutes every, after we stopped it's like every morning poop i have after the podcast there's new news hey yeah. please morning constitutional okay this is a family show <laughs> help <and> graphic <laughs> i fucking blow up my half the trailer <laughs> hang the stink sheet up <laughs> leave me alone while i'm reading the sun sentinel it's just a bunch of uh like bounce Dryer sheets sewn together, the stink shield yeah, on one side to the other. It ionizes the, the bacteria air and captures it. You know, we have to do that. It's too humid down here for matches. <laughs> Sometimes, if you wait, it just collects on the floor. And those are the rough days. Hey, Dave, not now. <laughs> No, no, not making fun of Dave and where he handles his business. So, um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about some new shit. We're going to talk about some big fucking shit that happened after we recorded our last podcast. And we're just going to get right into it. So, first things first, as always, I am Jake. I am sitting here with Dave this time, because I always do Tyler first. So, Dave. What up? And Tyler. Woo. 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 Um. Yeah, and uh, as Tyler put it uh, many weeks ago, we are a drink-along podcast, if that's your jam. So uh, what are you sipping on tonight, fellers? D, shoot, fresh squeezed IPA, and mm. I have uh, another IPA I haven't had that I'm going to drink after that. Nice. Dave, what you got over there? Uh, I was in a pinch getting stuff today, so I uh, got another all day. Nice. IPA. That's a good one. I like that one. A little session beer action. Yeah. I got Coors Lights as backups. I nice. got um like a wee 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 bit of whiskey and then I got some uh, I got a Boston Lager I'm gonna have after that because we just had those at the house and I forgot to stop somewhere on the way home. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so well, 
Should we get right into it? Well, I think we should. Should we start by the right. big news that yes, happened? The okay. big news that happened that we are excited to talk about. This is ground shaking. Um, it's going to be incredible. Real quick. Williams real quick. have announced no. that oh. they are releasing their car livery and their launch date is on the 6th of February. That's incredible. That's huge. Huge That's news. Big F1 news. I think we can probably just spend an hour talking about that. They've chosen a bit of a cornflower blue as the W yeah. blue this time instead of the traditional Williams racing blue. Um, and I'm excited to see all the bumper stickers on Colton Logan Sargent's car. So I would just like to say to the listeners, a little behind the scenes thing here. Um, I found out about the major news that we will tell you here in a second, but we're going to keep you waiting. Although you all know what it is. Yeah, that's the, I mean, sorry, the secondary news. This is the back page shit. I I sent a message to our group chat thinking I would get immediate major responses and I got nothing for over 24 fucking hours. And it got to the (laughs) point where I had to call Tyler and harass him after he was hungry and off work and very irritated at me. I I have been at work all day. I have not sat down at all. It was go, go, go all day. And Jake's like, you didn't respond to my news. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I also have like four or five unread text messages from my fiance. I haven't gotten to yet. So <laughs> and it was, it was a busy, busy day. Yeah. So um I guess we can get to it. The news is Andretti uh racing has partnered with Cadillac. Well, GM, but more specifically Woo. the Cadillac division. Woo, that's fucking insane. That They're was one of the big gets a luxury f1 car uh it's gonna have all the bells and whistles it's gonna ride very comfortably it's gonna have some big shiny rims on it yeah so the f1 cars have about the same wheel baits and uh axle width as an escalade so they're just going to take the body of a escalade and put it on top of the f1 car yeah (laughs) it's gonna be like pearl white Mm -hmm. design it, it comes with some risks but mm-hmm. if they can pull it off, you will be able to you you won't be able to focus on any other car on the grid. Yeah, because of that thing. It's gonna it's gonna be wonderful. They might even put spinners on the rims. We'll see. Right. So uh yeah, that was big crazy news. And just as quickly as that news dropped, the bitching happened from literally everyone. <laughs> it was already <laughs> all the two everyone. fucking teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two teams and the head of the FIA. Because the FIA is not in control of F1, they just make all the news or news rules that uh, F1 has to follow. So it's F1 that decides whether or not they bring another team in, and it's then also so it's F1, and there has to be a unanimous decision from the other teams. Which, like, yeah, I definitely want to get into that Um, because it's really shitty that that's the way that it has to be because you have to. It's like a two. The reason all the teams are upset is because the prize pool at the end of the season is going to be diluted by adding one other fucking team. So, in order to join F1, there's like the application fees. This is on top of like all the development and everything that comes into like making an F1 car and paying engineers and all this shit and getting material. On top of that, you have to pony up $200 million. They're talking about raising that number too. And they're talking about raising the numbers just to like offset the dilution of the prize package that year. And 
I think that that's probably more than enough to cover it, and they want to increase it. Anyway, that's why all the fucking teams are upset, is because they're going to have less money, which I find infuriating that it's becoming like, it's already an elitist sport to begin with. Um, right. It's fun to watch, I'm going to get you wrong. But like, what's so, why did it, why make it so fucking hard? Because they, in the contract, they're all, they can have up to 12 teams. Like, there's the space right. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. I yeah. I 100% agree. It is fucking ridiculous. Especially when you... <clears throat> if you think about it in perspective like this, last year's budget cap for every team was $141.2 million. So they're, they're paying well over the budget cap each fucking team gets just to get into the sport. Yeah. I mean, and having an 11th team would add so much more to a race weekend i think it'd be so much fun just to see 22 drivers out there as opposed to 20 right it, it just it would add more to the to the race weekend than the sport yeah. altogether i don't know i think it's good i think it would be good to even get a 12th team in there fuck mm-hmm. that, eventually that would be nice i think and and so we'll get into like a couple of like another other reason another another other jesus christ <laughs> another other another other so one other reason I've heard some people say that they don't want Edge Ready in there, which I think is even dumber than the first reason. Um, wait, we didn't even give a reason why they don't want him in there. Well, the budget cap. But the other reason is they want to see who else is interested. Which is well, that's that's dangling a the, carrot. That's yeah, they but, want no well, shit. <laughs> okay, there's one team that is super interested, um, <clears throat> and that's yeah. Andretti. But it's like. Oh, it's like, okay, there's this super expensive ass sport. It's open wheeled racing. And there's one guy who's like, nah, no, we can fucking do this. And they want to do it for a while. And then F1 and all the teams are like, yeah, but like, maybe somebody else wants to do it. Like, we'll just have this like open enrollment period and see what happens. And there's no one else that wants to fucking yeah. do it. The only person who's been trying to buy a Ow. team for a long time has been Andretti. Right. And now, well, not even well, buying a team, like well, making then, his own. Yeah, and then you also have another new team coming in with Audi, and mm-hmm. they don't even, you know, they're just replacing another sponsor. So it's not like they're not, there's not a lot of other teams wanting to come in right now. Well, there, well, so there is well, Hyundai least... that want, yes, I see it. Hyundai that wants to come in. Well, that's been, you know, they haven't said officially we want to be an F1, but they're doing a lot of we want to be in F1 type shit, like hiring <laughs> former bosses. And then there's also a Chinese billionaire that <laughs> wants to start a Chinese F1 team. And so I think that F1 and the teams are like, well, are we going to get more money from Americans or crazy Chinese billionaires? Because well, Andretti's <laughs> not a billionaire. Yeah, but you know, he could but... bring in a lot of crazy American billionaire money. Right. And wouldn't Sponsors. you know that he picks a fucking car company that has made race winning motors before? <laughs> like, fuck, yeah, which let's. Take a quick break, but yeah, let's get yeah. into that when we get back. So, speaking of that, I think Tyler's got some deets on how good Cadillac makes motors. Oh, Tyler, you got yeah. the deets? I've got some oh. deets. So, I'm just pulling this off of Cadillac's website. So, biased opinion on their website, sure. But I also think there's some <laughs> things you can't quite lie about. Like, you couldn't say that, like, you know, Charles Leclerc was the 2022 F1 world champion because it's just not that's 
Not true. It's false information. So, yeah, that has to stop a facts. lot of people from saying shit on the internet, though. So they their first injury is about entering the 1950 24-hour Le Mans, and they <laughs> entered two cars. One that was kind of normal and one that was super futuristic looking. Okay. Um, it's weird looking. So anyway, that's fine. Uh, in 2000, Cadillac made a remarkable return to racing with the radical new prototype racer, the Cadillac Northstar LMP. Motivated by race-prepared 4.0-liter Northstar twin-turbo V8 engine, the LMP was a powerful statement and important milestone to the brand. <clears throat> um, the Cadillac CTV debuted in 2004 in the ultra-competitive SCCA World Challenge GT Championships. They won the 2005 Manufacturer Championship for, um, and the SCCA World Challenge GT Championship. They were the 2005 Driver Champion, and they had 12 overall wins. Um, <clears throat> then they debuted debuted the first ever CTS VR Coupe in 2011. Um, yada 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 they won back-to-back manufacturers championships in that series in 2012 and 2013 and then in 2012 13 and 14 they were drivers championships um the first ever cadillac ats vr that's a big word so i'm not going to read it um <laughs> was homogulated amalgamated so this is their entry to FIA GT3 spec, still sports car racing, and they were the 2015 Driver Championships and the 2017 Sprint Driver Championships for that series. Um, So what you're saying is Cadillac has some racing credentials. Yes. Um, Cadillac knows what they're doing. Uh, they debuted a racetrack and it won its debut with the 2017 Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Um, they also, with the same car, won the Michelin North America Endurance Cup in 2018, 19, and 2020 uh, as consecutive championships. And the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, they were the champions in 2017, 18, and 21. They know how to build winning fucking race cars. And they have been doing it for a long fucking time. So, right. who F- the F- fuck are these F- people? Who who in F one are they waiting for? Or who the who else do they want to join F one? Right. Not any not... dirty fucking Yankees. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah I think right. so. I think I think they're a little. They don't like us over here across the pond. Oh, they don't and they're like like one of the defenses that they have for um we we don't need andretti and the those fucking cadillacs is there's already an american team on the grid which team which one's american yeah exactly is which it one? Haas? Haas, who has a fucking um a german driver and they have a danish driver and they're based out of italy um, right and their major and title they... sponsor is um well fuck i guess they're american yeah like now they major, are, but... yeah they have a title sponsor and that's like an american-based team like and as haas is but right. that's like that's not an american-made car they're not, they're not bringing then, jobs to america yeah and then what's the other one is technically williams is kind of an american team because of um dorlton who owns them fucking i don't know they have duracell stickers on the side of their car yeah that's pretty <laughs> batteries are pretty american um <laughs> They were invented in America, don't you know? Where they? So it was air. 
So was air. Uh, so was gravity. Doralton, no, I think that was uh, Newton. That was God. Uh, Doralton Motorsports owns Williams. Um, they're an American company, but Williams is also a British team. Yes, they have an American driver, but they're not an American team. They're they're, they're almost as American as Haas is right now. Yeah, and this is going to be an American team. They think the headquarters might be based in England, is somewhere else. It's sort of. No, see, there. I heard that it's going to be in Kentucky, or it might be in Kentucky. Either way, Kentucky. American team. Why not? They're going. <clears throat> well, the reason is time... is because in sorry to interrupt, but in Kentucky they build the Cadillac STVs. That's oh, also okay. where they build the Corvettes. Mm-hmm. I uh, was unaware of that. Well, so educated dude. Yeah, get learned. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, would and by that time I'm sure they're going to have an American driver. I think they wanted to have Colton Herta do it. Is the name that I had heard about. I think he'd have the super license points by then. Mm-hmm. And. Cadillac is gonna bring some money to the table. It is a it's they're backed by GM. There is a part of General Motors. Like yeah, the biggest car a, company in America. Sorry, Ford fans, but facts is facts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it it would be big, it would be good. And it's not like they're <laughs> ponying up to 200 million dollars and that's the end of it. They are going to have the money, they're going to have the engineering. Right. But so they're trying I, to get on the grid in 2024. Yeah, I think. And They're 26. No, I, 24. Four, I think. And they aren't going to be uh, producing motors till 26. So they're going to be buying motors from someone else. And that was another thing where, like, unofficially but officially, Mercedes is like, what are they going to do? Buy them from Renault? And Renault. they're like, well, we, we could. <laughs> yeah, or we could buy them from you. Or we could buy them from Ferrari. Or we could buy them from whoever the fuck's making motors and we want to buy them from. Right. Yeah. What are they going to do? Have a wing on the back of it? (laughs) Like every other fucking F1 car does? Jesus. Plus, it's like, what are they? They're shitting on, or if they said that, they're going to be shitting on the American team for buying Renault engines, but they don't shit on any other team for buying fucking engines. They're they're not shitting on Haas for having to buy fucking engines. Where does Haas buy engines from? Ferrari? Ferrari. Ferrari. Um, or like Williams. Williams is buying a Mercedes and just not shitting on Williams for doing yeah. that. Mercedes wasn't bitching too much about uh, Racing Point being very dominant in their old car. Yeah, and it's like, you know, but I get it because Mercedes has been in every other F1 team. These are the original F1 teams, the original 20 teams that took to the grid 50 years ago. It yeah, was Red Bull, mm-hmm. Mercedes, Mercedes, Williams, mm-hmm. Haas, Red Bull was there 50 yeah. years ago? No, Tyler's mm-hmm. being extremely sarcastic right now. <laughs> yeah, so there hasn't been an addition of a I new team ever. That. No, not so, ever. And never, ever, ever has there ever been more than 10 teams on the grid. Yeah, 13 fucking years ago, a new team was added. And guess what team it was? It was fucking Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they let another team member in, they're just going to win seven times in a row. Which will then, fuck it up for us. Then we're just not going to get the prize money. To get first well, place. then get more fucking sponsors. Because It'll guess be what? F1's getting super teams. fucking popular now. Right. Yeah, it is. There's going to be more sponsorship money. There's more asses in the seats. You know what's funny? No, is, as much people like to shit on it, a lot of that is because of Drive to Survive. Yes. And that's sure. fine. Like, I, I think Drive to Survive was a great show. And it definitely, like, 
brought a lot of attention to F1. I think that that's really good. It's important. It's good for the brand because F1 wanted to be successful. Drive to Survive wanted to be successful. And it's an expensive undertaking. So if there's more people there and more people are enjoying it, that that's more money to go around. It's more so better. If you, if you also add a $200 million entry fee for these fucking teams that are not, so it doesn't dilute the price back, every team's going to be fucking fine. Yeah, they'll like all be fucking gonna, fine. Yeah, Williams isn't going to make any fucking money next year anyway. So, like, what do they have to fucking complain about? Plus, like, how much of the prize money is going in back into your budget? Yeah. Not all or, of it. Yeah. Or is it to pay it off, you know? Like, the, what was the, what did we say the price cap? The price cap's what, $150 million? No, it changed. But old, uh, last year's was $141.2 million. And uh, and their what entry the... is two hundred two... million dollars. Yes, fuck's a problem. And what what did you say Ferrari won last year? Oh, that was like a breakdown. It was like in I, it looked like it said in two thousand and sixteen, or Ferrari was awarded like two hundred million dollars for their prize for that year, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say, <clears throat> and so I. I I don't want to just throw numbers out there because I really was not. I didn't find what I was looking for, which was like what the prize payout for winning the constructors was. But I can guarantee it's not more than two hundred million dollars. Um, let's see. So, out of all the teams, this is for this is for every team. So, <clears throat> I'm assuming the bonus is uh. The prize money, or it's a bonus. It could. This is so. (laughs) uh, Sebastian Vettel got five hundred eleven million. Oh, that's total prize money one. Oh, over his career. Over his career. Okay, yeah, that makes a little more sense. It's like what? Yeah, (laughs) was that like his like Christ? (laughs) Last. Holy it shit. says here that Ferrari got two hundred and five million. What year? Last year. Oh, all right. Mercedes got one hundred and seventy-seven. Red Bull got a hundo. So let's say that. All right, that's fine. We'll say that it's two hundred million dollars then. Um, if you had what? What did last place get? What did Williams get last year? The lowest number on there was actually Toro Rosso, and it was fifty-two. Williams so, got sixty. I don't know what this is fucking based on, to be honest. What? I mean, so it's like racing teams, and it's got I, you know what? This is so I can't even believe I'm fucking reading off of a goddamn web page on the podcast. This is so juvenile. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's say let's uh, <laughs> this is getting bland. Let's yeah, move it along. Slowing right. down. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I think the other teams need to shut up and stop complaining. The yeah. F uh, the F one grid allows for up to twelve teams, and if you are worried about the prize money being diluted, then do you have to fight? That makes it do you have to fight that much harder to be in first place, or makes it that much better? Yeah, it makes it more fucking do better. competitive. Yeah, get good. Don't suck as much. And if the new team shows up and they kick your ass, well then. What did you want? You wanted a team. What were you hoping for? A team that would come in that would still pony up a shitload of money, but would still be worse than the teams that are currently winning. Right. Okay. So I figured it out. I figured it out. <clears throat> okay. 
The reason Ferrari gets so much more money than the other teams is because they get a longest standing team payment of 90 million. So out of the prize Jesus total Christ. The total prize um pot if you will is 1800 million dollars. That sounds still silly. Uh it's like a billion dollars. 1.8 billion dollars. Well, it's written weird because it's like a one with a comma and then 800 million. I know, I saw that. Yeah. I just, I don't know this fucking stupid ass thing. I think I saw that breakdown too. And I think it was so like um, Americans could comprehend that. Like, <laughs> that's 1,800 million. If there wasn't Makes a dollar. load more sense than 1.8 billion. So if there wasn't a dollar sign there, I would have thought it was eighteen hundred meters. Whatever. <laughs> um, so every team, it's eighteen. It's a big number. We'll just say it at that. Um, anyway, every money. team gets first off across the board. They get forty two point seven five million. So let's just say a new team coming in has to pay at least that much. Okay, forty two mm-hmm. to yeah forty two point seven five million. Then top 10 performers. So it's broken down by whoever, where, whatever place you finished in. Um, the top t- out of the teams? Out of the teams. So where you, wherever you came in the top 10, that's where you get. So like last place gets 17 million. And um, this is for, I think, well, the year before last because Mercedes is still on top. Oh, that's because of the total money. So yeah. So it's like anywhere between 81 million and 17 million for Williams. Sauber. Sauber's on the bottom. I don't know why Sauber's on the bottom. Then, so let's just say you do the pony up another 20 mil. So we're like at 62 million right now. Then you got 90 million Ferrari gets for being the longest team. You get um, Mercedes gets a bonus for being double championships. Uh, Again, I don't think this is from the current year. And then um, you get a bonus for your constructor championship. First place getting 37 million, second place getting 33, and third place getting 30 mil. So I think that, like, unless they're worried that they're going to be in the top three, I think that the dilution prize should be fucking 80 million dollars. Yeah. And well, there's teams that wanted to be more, weren't you? I think it was you were saying Mercedes things. Like four hundred, you said, yeah, yeah. Some people were 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 saying that two hundred million is way too small. It needs to be closer to four hundred million. But really, what that's doing is it's just shoehorning in the idea of we want more money. This is a good way to do it. Well, you want this eleventh team in there. Well, you gotta you gotta increase the prize fund to like twenty three hundred billion. You know, mm-hmm. that was a joke, uh, but it's true. They want <laughs> they want more money in there, so it gets divided up. So the base cost for every team is not forty five million. It's gonna be like forty eight million. But here's the thing. Next year, and I was going to get into this later, but next year the cost cap is only 137.4 million. Oh, Red Bull's fucked. We're super fucked. <laughs> so if you are her uh if you're getting more than 200 million dollars in bonus um from finishing the 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 se- the the season, right? That's your next year paid off. All the other money you're getting from fucking sponsors, from ticket sales, from fucking just being who you are and all this shit, where did, that just goes in everyone's pocket. It doesn't go to the car or the team. It just goes directly into the shareholders. No, it, share, go, the it goes CEO. into catering. Yeah, no it's shit. Because catering's fucking expensive if you're Red Bull. Right. <laughs> but... Surely they're not going to penalize us for budgeting more food. 
So I think this cost cap thing is just a way for them to earn more money because Formula One, as much as I love it, has always been about the moolah. The money game. It has been. But like if there's if there's if these are the parameters you set of this is the money you need to pony up, and there's no like, oh no, you need to have you need to be backed by this, like a major car company, you have to have this, that. It's like I'm sure there's a lot of that, but it's like the big thing is the two hundred million dollar hurdle. And they got that. They had the two hundred million dollars before they got fucking Cadillac on board. Right. Yeah. Which is impressive. So and they're serious get, about this. They want yeah. in, let them in. And and Dreddy themselves are no, they are no strangers to open wheeled racing. They have a very long, very good career in um, indie racing. Well, do you think this is all <laughs> greed, or do you think there's a little hint of uh, a little 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 tail in the between the legs action going on, little scaredy cats? I think it's definitely greed. I don't okay. think that that Toto Wolf and Christian Horner are afraid of anything, let alone a new team coming on. For a new team to come out of nowhere and join the grid with a borrowed motor and fucking, especially from Renault, and you know, be any kind of scary challenge to anybody is so fucking. Well, yeah, maybe after like, you know the first the couple of years before they start producing their own and you know power units. Right. So point point is, I don't, I don't think that they're they know is scared. I think that you know what <laughs> I think they might be more afraid of another engine producer coming out of the grid and taking some of their money away. Yeah, I'm sure. Like <clears throat> that's I, I think it comes back to greed too. Of like, oh, a Cadillac comes in, kicks ass, and makes good motors. And so is Porsche coming in and kicking ass, or not Porsche, Audi coming in, kicking ass and making good motors. Then Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes are like the big engine producers and sellers. You know, Renault does some, but not as much as those guys. Well, but Um, Red Bull, not so much right now, but they will. Yeah, like, it's just, it's less money for them. And I think that's what they're upset about. They're afraid of the competition. Because what... Could be afraid of the competition. Because what if Cadillac shows up and their engines fucking kick ass? Which they probably then, will. Yeah, and then they get to sell off to other teams and they're take just putting away from, all, they're yeah. just putting old four point threes from fucking uh S tens race cars and fucking Fuck killing yeah. everybody. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Fuel injected twin turbo yeah, straight six. <laughs> fucking I used to have one of those in my old S ten. They're fucking tanks. Wasn't a twin turbo, but could have been. Well, neither will these. Let me single. Yeah. Can you so, imagine that fucking growly beast screaming down the goddamn thing? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I could rant rave about that for a while. So I know we can talk about something. Yeah, we should move on something else. So, we can talk about uh, some of the rule changes that are coming. Um, yeah, you were talking. You year. mentioned that earlier. I'd, I'd like to see. I, I hadn't heard anything about rule changes. So, All right. So we can yeah, just kind of go through these at a leisurely pace, and we'll talk about them as they come up. Uh, yeah, we're, we're taking a breath at this point in the podcast. Right. <sighs> yeah, that was uh, pretty technical, but I think we nailed it, guys. Good job. Oh, I mean, fucking, I hope so. I just hope that there's not someone, you know like inside of a fucking jersey barrier right now because they fell asleep at the wheel where they're driving home from work. That's not no way, dude. You were riveting. 
Well, I think yeah. so. They were probably angry. They just got angry and started crashing into people. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll show you two hundred million. Yeah, there was some dude in the Cadillac and he saw a Mercedes. He's like, "You fuck you!" <laughs> know. you shoved the guy off a fucking bridge. Mm-hmm. Had to rescue him with a boat. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. So. One thing I didn't write down on here about uh, that's going to be changing, not next year, so I guess that's why I didn't put it down there. But um, it's it's like good news, and I mentioned it before on the podcast. They're getting rid of the NGK, what's the NGU, something like that, uh, H, which is the harvesting uh, baffles in the exhaust. Mm-hmm. They're getting rid of that, which means that the cars can run at a higher RPM. Which means they're getting a bit more screamy than they are now. Yeah. And this is in 26? This is in 26. Ah. But three long years. But it's still pretty cool. So uh as for regulations for uh, next year, they um for uh porpoising issues, they are required to do more testing on the floors of the cars to stop the porpoising. And in addition to that, the ride height, minimum ride height has been moved up 15 millimeters. So was it a, I mean, this is like the ground effect error, right? Like ground effects are fairly new development in F1. Well, I mean, they were used before, but a, a fairly recent redevelopment maybe. Yeah, this is the first year they've ran ground effects since the 70s. And this is the uh, first time they've had porpoising issues probably since then. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Actually, so, I think it was Andretti who coined the term porpoising. Really? Yeah. Like, well, there's your problem. So I hate I I hate being the, the gatekeeper and the referee, but you two are just like well, you just keep is, going if I don't. Is, <laughs> now that it has been recorded, be everybody knows this, that Dave is this the is fun my life on this now. podcast. This is my life. <laughs> Your life now. You thought you were never gonna be a parent. <laughs> yeah. And look at that. <laughs> look at that. Okay, I I boys. Parented... 30 year old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two juvenile delinquent (laughs) my dad's hair is gray (laughs) (laughs) it's just like there are mornings where dave has his you know constitutionally sitting there with his hands in his face going i can't believe i laughed at that (laughs) no the whole problem ever the the whole problem is i'm in fucking the i'm in florida i'm on the east coast time zones are fucked Next, when the season starts, uh, (laughs) after what the third or fourth week, I'm gonna be on the west coast with uh Tyler over there, so things will be like ah, so much better. We always record on a Wednesday. I feel like every Thursday morning, Annie just comes outside at like five in the morning to see Dave wrapped up in a blanket. She's like, Are you okay, honey? He's like, Every day we move further from God's light. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back rough, to the rules, shall we? Rough night on the podcast. <laughs> it's a rough night every night of the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, some of the other rules that are coming in. So, we just got up with the porpoising one. So, yeah, like I said, uh, the ride height minimum is going to be raised uh, 15 millimeters, which, if you want to do quick math, is a little over half an inch. It's like 0.59 inch. I think 12.7 millimeters is a half inch. 
Yeah. Well, so at those speeds, that's fairly substantial too. So. Yeah, it's like they, they wouldn't have made a big note about it. If Fifteen mil wasn't a big deal. Um, then moving on, so they have more freedom to sort parts for the gearbox. Um, so they'll be homologized, but after that, they can source parts. Amalgamated. Homologated. Yeah, that was the word that I couldn't fucking pronounce. Is that is, is that the right word? Homologated. I don't fucking know, but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about when I said it, so it's right <laughs> enough. Um. Anyway, so they can source more parts uh, and materials from around the world. And I think this is due to um, global uh, supply issues from COVID. We're still thinking. <clears throat> They're going to get some cheap parts from China. From China. From China. So, China. Uh, they're gonna be ordered on the Wish app. And they're gonna take fucking six months to arrive. It's gonna be like they're gonna be. They're gonna need brake ducks week two, and then on like week eight or like the eighth race, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Oh fuck! We yeah. Oh fuck! Yes. Oh Jesus! Yeah. All we, they were free. All we had to do was pay for shipping. Yeah, they're gonna order like some nuts and bolts or whatever. And like they're gonna get these weird Chinese made dildos that are like just. <laughs> Like they got the mold marks on them still from the press. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like a circle thing that looks like a ninja star. <laughs> this thing is called nut bolt dildo. That's what it's called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a buddy at work who ordered an Amazon pallet off of a shady fucking uh, um, Facebook link. And he's like, I don't think I'm getting it. It's been a month, and Amazon doesn't know anything about it. I'm like, I don't think you were dealing with Amazon. I think that yeah, they I do this stuff. <laughs> I think you, yeah. Oh, well, Amazon probably knows, but it was stuff that was reported as like from porch pirates, and it's like the porch <laughs> yeah, pirates sure. stole all this shit, throw it on a pallet, sell it to you for a hundred bucks. F one podcast. Yeah, F1 podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not Amazon podcast. I, I don't have my black and white flag handy. So. Uh, so we already talked about it earlier, but I like it. It's, it's, it's a black and white flag. Here in like two or three podcasts, it's just going to be a red flag. And Dave's just going to stop the episode <laughs> every single time we get off track. <laughs> yep. Red flag. We're going to bring out the safety car. Yeah, <laughs> just per- we're gonna run the whole race with the safety car. Keep yeah, us on exactly. track. <laughs> so, I already talked about it earlier, but the uh, budget cap is going to be oh, yes. lowered this year. So it's going to be going from 141.2 million to 137.4 million. Which Red Bull is going to be buying a lot of Costco pizza this year. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull is going to be eating a lot of ramen. <laughs> Fifty million dollars worth of ramen, know, which is like <laughs> fucking all the ramen in the world. <laughs> Red Bull spent fifty million on ramen they bought in the world. They haven't supply. even made that much ramen to date. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So start, they started making the kinkamans or whatever the fuck. That's soy yeah. sauce. Uh, but uh, yeah, the top ramen shit. They have not made fifty million dollars worth of ramen. Jesus no, Christ. but Red Bull's going to buy fifty million dollars worth of it next year. <laughs> So uh, another thing that's going to be happening next year uh, is a minimum weight of the cars is going to be up 2K. So it's going to be up 4.8 pounds. And that is mostly due heavier, I guess. Yeah, by two fucking by two keys. So 
the only he's a cocaine case of coke so hey. all of the cars last year were overweight except for alfa romeo at the start of the season and the only person that had well the, the team that had the worst was red bull <laughs> they had a pretty fucking heavy so they're not happy about well i guess they're happy that it's up two kilograms but ultimately um they're probably going to be overweighting that was because it was the beginning toward the beginning of the last season where they spent a good like two thirds of their in season budget for car repairs on, I think it was weight reduction. It was like a nine hundred thousand dollar price tag to reduce it four or five pounds. Jeez, um, the, so first they they, they, so the, the first thing they did, they first thing they did was paint it differently. Yeah. Paint it differently so it looked like a sugar free Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what they're saying is like a lot of uh, the cars last year, there was a lot of black on the cars because they didn't have time to paint them because they were like swapping. <laughs> they're like taking the carbon fiber shit and gutting it and putting it back on the car to save a few just, ounces here and there. Just <laughs> rattle canning it. <laughs> just make it look like we can get it off the shelf. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bigger rear view mirrors and a yeah, bigger saw- halo. I saw a couple of the uh, review mirrors and testing. Yeah, last year they had uh, testing. Last year in practices. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to and, be a new full I thing. Mean, to me, uh, I, I think that would help the drivers, but at the same time, I can see where they'd be like, it's kind of a, they're so used to looking through those little slits that, you know, do they really need bigger mirrors at this point? Well, I mean, Dave, like, to kind of put it in perspective, before I had a backup camera, I thought they were dumb, and now I use it all the time. That's true. I fucking love I don't have a backup camera, but <clears throat> I wish I did. It would be really cool if they had like an LED display on the Halo that was like rear view. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'd be able to see it, though. Oh, or pay attention to it. I mean, you saw like the helmet cameras and how much they were like... <laughs> Well, and I don't know how how well they can look up, and I think honestly, I think that their field of vision is directly like above the line of the car. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. They might not be able to see the halo. (laughs) They could. They could put little LED lights like some cars have now that tell you that someone's in the the fucking dead zone or whatever. Fucking the blind spot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and lane assist too. (laughs) So like people that start going off. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they get the proximity sensors. First, first turn is fucking chaos. Yeah, <laughs> like oh if there my was God, an auditory yeah. response to like do seizures due to like fast noises, like lights, they'd be fucking half, half the grid, grid would be going out. like, yeah, yeah, the car starts, the wall. starts fucking freaking out, you know, and just vibrating and shaking because <laughs> of all the sensors going on. It's got like a proximity override where it will, uh, you know, the car will drive itself away from the danger, but turn one is <laughs> so the car just freak out and explode. <laughs> you would see a change to like the F1 starting procedure. It'd just be like cars going single file into the first corner. Like, <laughs> right. We're racing each car 15 seconds apart and whoever has the best time wins. <laughs> yeah. F1 just becomes a time trial after it's that. a rally race. <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah, exactly. It just becomes <laughs> like qualifying. Moving on, they have um, they took their extremely confusing uh, multiple grid penalty rule and they trimmed it down to be confusing. Oh, oh good. okay, good, good. Yeah, go on. <clears throat> so, if you remember, like back at Spa, there was a lot of confusion on who's starting where because there's so many fucking penalties going on. Oh yeah, I yeah, still yeah. think that they should have made like <laughs> I think it was like. 
Latifi, who got a two-place grid penalty, he should have started two slots behind everyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, it was so, like half the grid, I think, had penalties. It was all almost. fucked up. Um, so, because of that, the confusing rule now is, and this is how I read it, so, <laughs> if you get a 15-grid penalty or a penalty that starts you at the back of the grid, you start at the back of the grid. Now, you might be asking yourself, I've got a 15-grid penalty, but there just so happens to be 22 drivers now because Andretti's in here. Where do I start if I got pole position and qualifying? I don't know. It says in the, in the rules that you start in the back, but then that's a 21-grid penalty. Uh, so it's They might it, have to do some revising, I think, if they add Andretti or... Well, I mean, I don't I don't understand what the, the mix-up is. Like, you get a grid place penalty or a back of the grid penalty. Yeah, I think that that would be the, the best way to, to do that. But they said specifically in the thing I read, if you get a 15 grid penalty or start at the back of the grid penalty, you start at the back of the grid. Okay, what well, if- get rid of the fifth. I mean, if, if it's 15 place, then it's fucking 15 place. Uh, if you're start, you know, if you qualified in 10th and you got a 15th place well then you're at the back of the grid unless someone else has a back of the grid then you're one place above them why is it why are we making this more difficult than it needs to be because so like i said we we haven't (laughs) we have we we, because whoever makes these fucking rules gets paid by the goddamn word so like i said they made it from extremely confusing to just confusing so we're we're moving we're moving forward this is good progress there is is it progress? Well, whatever. We'll call Can it. I suggest we'll call a it penalty that they add, like an additional penalty. Uh, what? You know how there's like you start from the grid lane or like yeah, the, lane? not the grid lane, pit lane. Thank you. It's combining words there. Um, the what if pit? you had a penalty that was so bad they made you start at the back of the pit lane? <laughs> <laughs> You have to start on the truck. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You start right as you entered pit lane, and then like you have to go down the pit straight at like the slow, slow pace, and then uh and then take off. They should do a silly race where it's like um Le Mans, where you have to run across the track and buckle yourself in, but everyone oh has God. to start on the toilet. Like like you're pooping, so you have to have racing suit off down by your ankles on the floor, and you gotta get up, wipe down, and then fucking suit up and run out there and get to your car. We'll find out who the real champion is after that. Yeah, and your, your team has to race out there because you can't just get in an F1 car by yourself. Like there's people that have to yeah. like put that little fucking thing around you and shit and help right. you out. So like yeah, your whole team has to go running after you. Like Mercedes is gonna hire Usain Bolt to be like the, one of the runners to help hook you up and shit. <laughs> He's gonna get there before everyone else and just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> and to make it like even more interesting, everyone has to drink three Bud Light Limeritas and eat thirteen tacos from Taco Bell. Oh yeah, it becomes oh, the yes, beer. Oh no no no! Fucking Somebody's got to drink. Like they had to drink like three beers and then a foot race around the track is lap uh, one. You'll see some <laughs> clenched <laughs> fucking running. We will never make it past lap thirteen. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's, like, no, 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 it's not a like, foot race. The whole race, it is. You have to run. It is one foot 
lap around and sure. then you can jump in the car which would be fine like i don't know around monaco but not spa frankenchops that would fucking no. suck. i was just thinking about spa because that uphill is gonna murder some people people are gonna roll down and have to go back up. <laughs> and then what happens if like you know you people get back to the beginning and fucking lance stroll is still like egging himself up the goddamn hill <laughs> he's gonna wait then then run on the side of the track because <laughs> the race is starting it is fucking wet lip all right moving on so speaking of track shit qualifying there's new qualifying stuff do you guys want to hear anything about the new, Ooh, qualifying, new stuff? qualifying stuff yeah. let's new see qualifying it stuff. here so see it. this comes from pirelli pirelli boss uh mario isola isola Isola. Is, is, that guy. Isola. Isola. Yeah, it tells if he got both hands when you say Isola. Isola. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Isola. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking grandma. Anyway, so the new uh <laughs> new quality shit is uh in Q one, the all teams must use only hard tires. What? Yes. In Q1, they have to use hard tires. They use anything else. Only hard tires. That's stupid. In Q2, they can only use medium tires. And in Q3, they can only use soft compounds. What? Unless, of course, it rains. This is a verified rule? It is a verified rule. And what that does, it helps the tire allocation. Because last year, they had a bunch of tires that teams never fucking used because they were dumb. And so... If you do this, because well, the they do tire... the fucking, stupid... you don't need hard tires at every racetrack, and there are some tire racetracks that murder soft tires. Well, it's sure. the fucking uh, what is it? The uh, what do they use? The goddamn range. Get off the yeah. range. Go back to range. ultra soft and just use every tire. Yeah, they're not doing that. Fucking available. Yeah. But doing this will give uh, six sets of tires. For the race, two hards, two mediums, two softs. So you're not burning to all your softs, never using your hards, that kind of shit. They want they want to cut down on the on the waste. They, there's a big tire fire burning from all last year's tires, and they want to make it smaller. <laughs> what the thought of that I have is like, think of the racetracks. Like, <clears throat> where's the racetrack where like soft tires are really prevalent? Uh, soft tires are really good at Monaco. All right, so let's take a Monaco like qualifying. Like you're trying to kill it in qualifying. And Q1, there are a number of teams that are just trying just to getting into just, the pool turn. Yeah. <laughs> kill it on their soft tires. They're setting their best times. And it's to be in the top 15. And now, like, you're just gonna have so many like qualifying is gonna end up being a shit show for that when you have like hard tires. Um Contracts that shouldn't be in teams that I don't know that just well, aren't as of, quick. It's gonna be fun. Also, it's gonna be great. The opposite of that, where you have like Silverstone in the heat, which just fucking eats tires up for days, and you have teams that are only can do one or two laps in the Q session because that's all the tires they have. You know, there's not gonna yeah, be any, exactly. like last minute shootouts because you're not gonna be able to like go in the garage and set up your last set of softs um because you only get two of them. Yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna yeah, be I don't know if I'm a big fan of this rule coming in. <clears throat> I bet that's we'll see, we'll see what happens. Around. Yeah, we'll see, see what happens, happens, I guess. 
So, uh, other rules that are happening. Uh, the DRS will be activated after one lap of green lap racing. And so, they're I think ditching it's the three. two lap was and going three. to one lap? It was, it was three? two. <clears throat> that was two. It yeah, was okay. two, but it will be one now. Um, and they're only doing it for the sprint races this year, and then next year they're going to implement it for all the GPs. Wow. Well, there's six sprint races this year. There is, and that was the next thing I was going to move on to, the six sprint races, which we should probably do on another session. All right, and on the subject of the sprints, let's talk about it. There's six this uh, this year. That's a lot. Hooray! Where are they at? Ooh, I actually, um, had it, actually had it brought up. I got it right here. <laughs> In order of when they occur on the calendar, I don't have the dates next to them because if you want to just look them up. Yeah. <clears throat> but they are going to be in Baku, the Red Bull okay. Ring, Ooh. Spa, Whoa. Qatar. Did they <clears throat> didn't do Spa last year? No, they didn't. Okay, go on. Qatar. Well, there was only three sprints last year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There was very little. Uh, Coda. Hey. And oh, Interlagos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Between two lakes or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah we did a whole thing about that. <laughs> Interlagos. Yeah, Inter- go back Lagos. to episode 34 or whatever it was. Yeah. That's some good jokes on that one. Um. So, yeah, those are going to be the six sprint races on the 23 race season. Uh, It was going to be 24, but China was dropped off again. I think that was a little pretty. I mean, is it still like that tight with COVID in China right now? Yes. Okay. Well, the U.S. just passed that thing saying that anyone coming from China's had a quarantine or get tested. China kind of had a... I think recently started laxing their policies, but it was pretty bad for a while. So, hmm. <laughs> like, oh, we're welding the door of the apartment complex shut with people still inside. Yeah, yeah, bad. Not so. to mention that, like, you know, China's got a bunch of other problems, like I don't know, ethnic cleansing. So they probably just don't want to get political and stay out of it. Yeah, so yeah. let's go race in Saudi Arabia and stuff. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, the, those Whatever. sheiks over there have more uh, oil yeah. money, so. They got, yeah, yeah, exactly. Every Okay, let's just say that <laughs> almost everywhere they're ra- they race has some sort of human rights violation and let's just enjoy the race, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, you come to the U.S., yeah, there's human rights violations here too we got uh, ongoing ones you could say yeah. say yeah, the we're... richest third world country in the world yeah so let's see <laughs> i'm surprised that the that the american race doesn't take place in a prison oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it does doesn't it it's in, in 2024 the they're gonna be racing around san quentin yeah no shit <laughs> so, yeah at the san quentin parking lot <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So currently, the uh, the shakedown is uh, first race is going to be March third. Well, March fifth. Yeah, March third to fifth. Yeah. 
I've already got it marked on the calendar. We're going to put the TV outside and sit out and watch it. It's going to be great. Fuck nice. yeah, dude. And then... Um, uh, it's a 10 a.m. race, too. It's not too early. The uh, 7 a.m. race for me. So uh, April 14th through the 16th, that race was, I believe, China, and that is no longer... Uh, Doing that thing, so they still have not figured out a replacement, and it could be that they just don't. And so instead of having twenty three um, weeks, a twenty four round race, it'll just be a twenty three round race. Um, I mean, they could put in like portions of the uh, was it Nurburgring or whatever it's called. Oh uh, yeah, they could do Nurburgring. They did that uh, during the COVID season. That was a fun track. Mm-hmm. But it really depends. Uh, uh, the track has to have the G1 classification, and there ain't a lot of those around. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is like all of a sudden some spring up with G1 classifications they haven't even been built yet. Mm. <laughs> Are you talking maybe perhaps about the um, third, I guess, United States? Oh, yeah. Grand no Prix? They're working on the paddocks right now. Yeah, it's I, like I, saw, I saw the construction going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, when you look well, at the track like the map of the track it looks kind of boring it, it kind of looks like a pig yeah. without legs it's a street <laughs> track i mean what do you expect it'll still be awesome yeah, it'll be fun it'll be yeah. fun counterclockwise like most american tracks neat neat well so uh yeah i think that's about it we covered a lot of news stories uh I'm sure. Okay, Here, let me two. just. I read like three. Let me just. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't. Well, I mean, we talked about the rule changes. That was kind of a big we, one. We we covered what what's happened in the last week. So, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, like we said, there's gonna be shit that pops off as soon as I hit end record. So. Mm-hmm. And Dave had shared something today. As of January 11th, I believe we are 50 days out from the start of the season. Yes. Yeah. Not winter testing and all that, but yes, mm-hmm. uh, the actual starts, start, the actual start of the season, fifty days, yeah, fifty days out from lights out. Thirteen. Oh, it was fifty days, thirteen hours. I'm sure it's fifty days and eight hours by now. Mm. <laughs> Something like that. Right on. Well, uh, I think with that, I'm gonna go ahead and say thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us this week. Uh, really happy to have you here with us. Listen to us ramble on about F one and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. well, and this week I think we uh, we had a lot of good shit to cover too. So yeah, we had a lot of facts. It was a more factual be, episode than being off season. One for yeah. laughs. Yeah. You know? yeah, we're trying to fill some fill some airspace with off season stuff. Sometimes <laughs> big shit happens. Sometimes not big shit happens. Sometimes little shit happens. Yeah, well, we had some stuff to talk about this week. That's all. Yeah, no wrong. So with that, uh, it's time. Sorry, I was taking a sip. I thought you were going to say something else. Uh, like I said, it's time to close. So um, as always, I've been Jake. I'm along here with Tyler and Dave, and we are uh, the Tire Preference Podcast. So if you want to find us on the social meds, you can find me at the Red Kennedy 45 on Instagram, the Red Kennedy on Twitter. You can find the podcast on youtube at the tire preference podcast you can find it on twitter at the tire preference pod you can find it on all of your favorite favorite streaming sites oh real quick we had some technical difficulties uploading uh the last episode to youtube 
So oh, yeah. if you do um, listen to us only on YouTube, that is why you didn't get um, a podcast randomly. So you, you can uh, still find the video on Spotify, though. You can yeah, you can find the video on Spotify. Spotify is free to have, and then I'll send you a thousand emails. It's not that big of a deal. Or if you want to switch over to the podcast thing, and you got something else you listen to podcasts on, you can find it on there too. So we're on pretty much everything nowadays. And you can find Tyler at p.k.66 on Instagram. <laughs> you were doing so good the last couple of weeks. I know it, it was flawless it was for close. a while there. Very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. It's for some boring social media posts here and there. Right. Dave, where <laughs> can we find uh, all your shit at? Well, you can. Uh, uh, I just pretty much stick to the Instagrams these days at uh, maximum underscore Dave, and at featuring next Friday. And that's where you can find Yay. me and my wife doing mm-hmm, fun mm-hmm. things around the country. Uh, you can also find shenanigans that Dave and I do on various video games. Dave, oh, you yes. want to tell them where to find that at? You can find that at uh, Snickle Fritz on the YouTube's there. So just find the Tire Preference podcast, hit the link. It's linked to the Tire Preference podcast. That's the best way to find us. Yeah. So if you go to the Tire Preference podcast YouTube page, on the banner on the top of the home screen is uh, a little thing that says Schnickle Fritz. It's it's Schnickle Fritz with a bunch of ones and it's impossible to spell. Uh, it was the best way to do it on, on Xbox. So if you just want to <laughs> click on that, you can find yeah. videos. <laughs> we made, we did. We did um, oh, uh, Dave just posted the first part of a uh, multi-part road trip we did on a video game. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. We we thought it was going to be kind of boring, but it turned out to be it turned out to be not boring at all. <laughs> well, so go check, check that, that out. out. Yeah, I'll check that out. So uh, thanks again for listening. Um, and go ahead and uh, tell a friend about us. Give us a review. Mm-hmm. Give us five stars. We it helps the podcast out. We really don't, you know, we wouldn't be asking you if you didn't help the podcast out. I say, yeah, we're not getting paid for this, so yeah, we're, we're just paid word of it. mouth right now. Spread it out. Spread it out. Tell a friend. Rate review us. Give us a like. Do all the fun shit. And uh, when you're doing that, you want to make sure you keep within track limits. And I say ignore track limits and uh, hit the gas. Just hammer through it. It's a good way to get a black and white flag. And it's also a good way to be a stain on the wall. Make sure you hit those breaking points. It's also mm-hmm. a good way. To- Whoa, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon for what? <laughs> uh, well, I gotta go there. Because um, <laughs> I don't think don't walls gas, are involved. <laughs> if you don't hit the gas, you're not going to win. If you don't oh, hit the brakes, you're true. not going to win. <laughs> You gotta hit the brakes. Yeah, but nobody road. like crosses the finish line slamming on the brakes. No, but they use them between when they're not moving and then when they don't want to move again. Just saying, you don't win races hitting the brakes. This is basic physics. Yeah. Fucking basic, basic fucking calculus. <laughs> There's a lot of you know. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. The brakes are the most important part of the car. <laughs> and I will argue that back to the day I die. You tell me one part of the car is more important than the brakes. The ignition? No, because you don't need the ignition if the brakes don't work. Or the brakes, you don't... Yeah, if the brakes are working, you're not even going to use the ignition. It's not working. What about the brake pads? Yeah, that's part of the brakes. <laughs> the most important part of the car. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I love you guys. All right. <laughs> Talk to you guys later.